welcome to the I'm No Rookie podcast show. I'm your host, Ayo, and this podcast is for those with years of experience and knowledge of their field, but who continue to play small due to self-doubt and low self-esteem. I'm here to share stories, tips and strategies to help you take action, step into your zone of genius and showcase your brilliance. Today's episode is all about breaking negative habits. So have you ever found yourself engaging in a bad habit, wondering why you can't seem to kind of stop it? Unfortunately, it's very common to fall into those bad habits, whether it's procrastination, unhealthy eating or neglecting self-care. In the quest for self-improvement, discovering and understanding the underlying reasons for these habits is the first step towards making those positive changes. The common reasons for taking up those bad habits stems from those triggers that we have. For example, boredom. When bored, turning to unhealthy habits to pass the time or find entertainment is not unusual. To overcome boredom or boredom-related bad habits, it's essential to find activities that are engaging and meaningful to you. This might involve a new hobby, volunteering, pursuing personal growth, or maybe going to the gym, etc. Another trigger is stress. So stress is a common trigger for bad habits such as overeating, smoking, or procrastination. To overcome stress-related bad habits, the answer is to find healthy ways to manage stress, such as exercise, meditation, or talking to a therapist. Another trigger is that need for validation. So sometimes people use bad habits to seek validation or attention from others. And to overcome these bad habits, you need to focus on your self-worth rather than seeking it from others. This might involve setting goals that align with your values, practicing self-compassion, or seeking support from friends and family. Another trigger could be learned behaviours. So seeing family members, for example, or other role models, engaging in those bad habits can lead to imitation to fit in or feel accepted so when children see adults or peers engaging in certain behaviors it makes it so much more likely that they will also imitate it another one is when you're going through difficulty with self-regulation so people often turn to bad habits to cope with negative emotions to avoid feeling challenges to overcome this bad habit It's important to work on self-regulation skills such as managing emotions, setting boundaries and seeking support when needed. Also, lack of structure. So when you don't have a clear sense of purpose or structure, you might turn to unhealthy habits to fill that void. To overcome this bad habit, you need to create a sense of structure and purpose in your life, such as setting goals, creating a schedule, finding activities that bring meaning and fulfillment in your life. So as you can see, the main reasons for developing bad habits is a lack of self-awareness and self-control. People often form bad habits to cope with difficult emotions, stress, boredom. However, a person is unaware of the bad habits or the habit, it will become a pattern that can be difficult to break. So really, bad habits are challenging, but understanding the underlying reasons is the first step towards making positive changes and also identifying the reasons behind your bad habits and finding alternative healthy ways to cope will help to take control of your habits and live a happier, 
happier you and more fulfilling you. So remember to be patient with yourself and take small steps towards change. With time and effort, you can create healthy habits that bring joy and fulfillment to your life. But of course, bad habits are also really hard to break for some people. Bad habits are frustrating and challenging to break. But why are some people able to overcome those bad habits where others can't? First, let's explore why bad habits are so stubborn and what you can do to overcome them. So let's say, for example, your life is out of alignment, right? So bad habits often arise when something in your life is out of balance. Maybe you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or perhaps you're not getting enough sleep or exercise. Whatever the case may be, when something is off in your life, it's important to start looking at ways of helping to break those bad habits. So first of all, you need to think about what's out of alignment. So there are some common examples of what to fix and how to fix them. For example, if it's sleeping and energy levels, ensure to get enough sleep, exercise regularly and eat a balanced diet. Sounds simple, but that's one of the things you know you need to focus on if it's sleep problems. Or maybe you have stress and anxiety. Do you need to engage in stress relieving activities such as yoga, meditation or deep breathing exercises? Maybe you've got um, examples of time, bad time management. You need to create daily routines and schedule tasks to maximize productivity. Another one might be financial issues. Maybe you're in debt. These things can affect us. So you need to develop a budget and plan and stick to it if that's a big trigger. Maybe you have issues with relationships. So you need to spend quality time with family and friends, maybe something that could help. And also that work-life balance. Set boundaries between work and leisure activities so that you can rest and relax during those off hours. So it's really important to identify what might be out of alignment and work to fix it. To determine what it is or what is out of alignment in your life, you may need to kind of practice mindfulness by keeping a journal to help you figure out what's not right um, for you right now. For example, if you have low energy, is it due to diet, a sedentary lifestyle, um, is it stress, anxiety, or is your time management needing some work? This requires brutal honesty about what you may do and what you, you are doing to cause that misalignment. Or maybe you don't understand you're doing it. Maybe you don't realize that you're having these things, these triggers, these bad habits. So sometimes people engage in bad habits without really understanding why. Maybe you're doing it out of boredom, as we said, to cope with negative emotions or simply because it's a habit you've always had. It is difficult to address the issue without understanding the root cause of your bad habits so that you can make lasting changes. Thankfully, it only takes a few steps that that will allow you to get to the root cause of a bad habit. So here they are. First of all, you want to identify the bad habit so, or identify the habit. You want to track the behavior. Remember, it said put into your journal. You want to ask yourself those hard questions and you must take action when you recognize those bad habits. So take the time to observe the bad habit so you can determine what exactly the bad habit is. Take notes when a habit occurs. Ask yourself why. Write down the situation and emotions you experience that trigger that habit. Ask yourself these hard questions to identify and understand why those underlying causes, especially the payoff you get from performing those bad habits. 
You want to focus only on the goal which overwhelms you. So breaking a bad habit is sometimes overwhelming. This is especially true if you're focusing on the end goal rather than the steps it takes to get there, right? So instead of trying to quit a a bad habit cold turkey, it's often more effective to focus on small achievable steps. For example, when I had my addiction to Coca-Cola, yes, it was really bad. The amount of one litre, one of one 1.5 litre bottles that I'll have in daily was ridiculous and when I started having my Nutri coach instead of me um, going cold turkey which was my plan I thought it's all or nothing that's the only thing I can manage I was advised to just reduce it um, or have it as a treat have it on the weekend and that actually helped I recognized that trigger and I started working to 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 a goal to help to reduce it so it wasn't about going cold turkey it was all about just reducing how much making it small achievable steps to eventually stop drinking coca-cola so you will be more prone to stick into your new habit and making lasting changes by taking those small steps that accumulate over time remember bad habits are hard to break however by understanding the root cause of your bad habit focusing on the small achievable steps, identifying what might be out of alignment in your life and working to correct the issues. You are sure to kind of overcome them and create lasting habits. But of course, this will take time. But with that being said, do you believe replacing bad habits with good habits really work? You've got to think about this. So those bad habits are frustrating, as we said, and persistent part of life. They can hold you back from reaching your goals and lead to negative consequences in your personal and professional life. And many people try to replace bad habits with good habits as a solution. But this does this approach really work? Does it work? Has it worked for you for anyone that's actually done that? So let's kind of explore the effectiveness of this question and explain the importance of addressing the root cause of the bad habit. So one factor in the success of replacing bad habits with good habits is understanding what is driving the bad habit in the first place. Whether or not you know it, bad habits often serve a specific purpose or fulfill a need. So the idea is that the bad habits um, relieve stress, boredom, anxiety or whatever the issue is. But it's a problem because the bad habit tends to make the original problem worse. So you might focus on the bad habit and just stop it without understanding the root cause. And if you do this, it may cause you to implement a bad, good habit to replace the bad habit, making it seem like replacing bad habits does not work. The problem is that if you don't address the underlying issue causing the habit, you will continue to have the trigger for the habit. So due to this, you may struggle to maintain the good habit because it's not fulfilling the original need that the bad habit was alleviated. So to uncover what is causing your bad habit, ask yourself some questions. What need or desire is the bad habit fulfilling? What emotions or feeling do I experience before, during and after the bad habit? What situations or environments trigger that bad habit? And what are the consequences or costs of that bad habit? So answering these questions often kind of insights, um, gives you insights into the root cause of your bad habit and helps you to identify the potential solutions. 
So I'm going to give you some strategies to identify and solve those bad habits. So you can use several strategies to figure out the root cause of your bad habit and find a solution. First of all, we've spoken about already, keep a journal, write down your thoughts, your feelings, your actions surrounding the bad habit. This can help you identify the patterns and triggers for the habit. You may want to seek support, talk to a trusted friend or family member or therapist about your bad habit and challenges you are facing. They may be able to offer insights and suggestions for addressing those root causes. Experiment with different strategies. Try different approaches to addressing the bad habit and see what works best for you. Everyone is different. This could be taking up a new hobby to release stress instead of smoking or finding a healthier way to cope with boredom, such as um, taking a walk or reading a book. Replacing bad habits with good ones is challenging, but breaking free from the negative patterns and creating lasting change in your life is possible. Having said that, really, you must understand the root cause of your bad habit and find effective ways to address it. Doing so will set you up for success in adopting healthier, positive habits to replace bad ones. Remember to be patient with yourself and don't get discouraged. If you encounter setbacks, please be persistent and be committed. You can overcome your bad habits and achieve your goals. So let's say you go through a process where you're trying to um, analyse those bad habits and trying to replace them with good habits. So let's discuss about planning for setbacks. So breaking bad habits can be challenging and frustrating. We've said this already, we all know this. And it can be easy to fall off the wagon and revert to old habits. But it's vital to remember that setbacks are a normal part of the process and can actually be opportunity for growth and improvement. So there are a few steps that you can take to plan for setbacks and get back on track. First of all, forgive yourself. Yes, it's important to be kind to yourself, as my old dad would say, when you experience those setbacks. Don't beat yourself up or dwell on the mistake. Instead, recognise that it's a normal part of the process and move on. Another one is to take a break. Sometimes a setback happens just because you're overworking yourself. Often you can put things right by going for a walk or working on something else and coming back to the issue with a clearer head. Planning for frequent breaks will help you minimise the number of setbacks you experience. I usually take a break when I've done a bunch of kind of achieved particular goals or when I've just got stuck. Going for a walk really does help. Another thing is to evaluate what happened. Take some time to reflect on what led to the setback. For example, did you have a particular stressful day that made it harder to stick to your habits? Did you get caught up in social situations that made it difficult to resist temptation? So understanding the root cause and the triggers surrounding a setback will help you to develop strategies to prevent it from happening again. Another thing is to set specific and achievable goals. So clear goals keep you focused and motivated as you overcome setbacks. Be sure to set goals that are specific, um, measurable, achievable, um, relevant and time bound. So these are smart goals as well. So if you don't know about smart goals, easily look them up. But they make it really specific when you're setting these goals by using the, the smart model. And also be flexible and adaptable. Setbacks are a normal part of life. It's vital 
and it's virtually important to be f- to be flexible and adaptable in the face of them. If something isn't working, be willing to adjust your plan and try something new. Another thing is to find healthy coping mechanisms. So stress majorly contributes to setback. So it's imperative to find healthy ways to manage it. Choose healthy options that are proven to work, like exercise, meditation, or talking to a therapist or family or friend. Also, restart. Don't let a setback discourage or derail your progress entirely. Instead, use it as an opportunity to start fresh. Set a new goal and make plans to achieve it. Don't worry about how long it takes. Just focus on taking small steps in, a, in that right direction. And again, you can stay positive, right? Be around people that give you that energy. Getting discouraged during a setback is common, but staying positive and focusing on the progress is so important. Remember that change takes time and it's okay to have setbacks along the way. Planning for setbacks is an important part of breaking bad habits. You can overcome setbacks and progress towards your goal by forgiving yourself, evaluating what happened, restarting and seeking support. So don't get discouraged. Keep moving forward and you'll live a better life with positive habits sooner than you think. So I hope that you found today's episode useful. It's all about um, bad habits, how you can identify them and the triggers that cause them and how to set goals to help you to um, to achieve those goals and plan for setbacks and to forgive yourself and to be kind to yourself. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of I'm No Rookie. If you have bad habits and you think, mm, I'm going to try and use some of these strategies, let me know whether you message me on Instagram or reply to wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. I'd love to know what you're going to focus on and maybe share some of your bad habits. And if you want to use the strategies to identify these bad habits, what things are you going to be, be putting in place to help you? Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. Take care and I'll see you again next week.